0: Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions, an opportunity for you to get a seat at the table. The breakfast table is full of champions, and in today's episode, we hear from Danelle Delgado, a single mom to multi-millionaire, international speaker, author, and guiding entrepreneurs to win on repeat. So let's pull up a seat, and let's join in on Breakfast with Champions.
1: mentored and ultimately become one of my nearest and dearest friends who I'm super excited to see late tonight. Now we might be able to get in just in time for some Taco Bell. I don't know. We'll have to talk <laughs> about that with our with our fitness guides if that's allowed. Um, <laughs> uh, but the uh, the woman who's about to take the mic is uh, just an incredibly impactful human. She's changing lives all around the world and I can only speak from my experience, and my experience has been a complete life altering transformation as I continue to absorb, learn from her energy and be inspired by her work and her effort and all that she does on this planet. So with that said, Trevor, if you have the music ready, we can play some walkout music for the one and only, (laughs) Mrs. Danelle (laughs) Delgado.
0: I love you guys, that's right. Put your thing down, flip it, and burst it. White girl back day. Let's do it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what a pleasure to be with you guys today. Lolita, I loved catching the end of that segment. Uh, I wish I was East Coast already, so I would have heard it all. It's 6 a.m. here in California today, where I am working from and pouring into it, a huge corporate team. Uh, some days require more, but it's Glenn Lundy. The amazing Barbara took my segment last week uh, as my voice was covering from three weeks of speaking and travel, four weeks, I can't remember. Um, so I want to thank her for that and Glenn for having me. Glenn and I, so when we meet to work, we always have like one cheat session. and And usually it's something like midnight Taco Bell or something hilarious. Uh, because we're both away from our trainers and (laughs) chefs and things. So that's what he was talking about. I love it. Uh, You know, but you know what? The world actually works in our favor to protect us. The last time we did that, we were so hungry because we both traveled so many hours to get there that by the time we got there, we were ordering. We ordered almost the entire menu. And then when Glenn went to hit deliver, it was like, A minute after they closed being able to make the food and deliver it, nothing else was open. And so sometime God chooses to step in when we get a little too wild. So we'll have to see how early I land. Uh, I've got a couple hours here uh, with the companies here and then I'll be headed to you. I can't wait to see you and hang when Glenn Lundy and I are in the same place. You can feel the energy all over the world. So I am so excited to be here with you guys. those of you who know my segment it's typically a top 10. A top 10 that you can pick and choose the areas of your life that you maybe need to accelerate, the things you need to write down, the things you need to tell yourself the truth about that nobody else is, and those little progress points that make a massive difference. You know Trevor thank you for the introduction, the music especially because it gets me all up in the mood and uh in here on Tuesdays and seeing all of you committed to your ascent. So the top 10 list is specifically for you. I'd like you to rate yourselves and say, man, this is where I need to grow. I like you to take notes. Those people who take notes and they share them on their socials. I share them a lot too. Um, You know, it's it's simply about doing the work where you see it, you write it, you remember it, you share it out with others and you make a difference. There are a lot of things that can happen in a life that will move you forward. So I want to talk to you this morning. um, And I'm not sure where everyone's at, right? I know the world is kind of in a crazy place. I know there are a lot of people seeking new jobs, a lot of people who feel about their freedoms. Um, taking away a lot of people who are winning incredibly well right now with what's going on in the world, wherever you are today, I want you to just take a pause and I want you to imagine where you would be if the world could just move in your favor just a little bit, right? If you could have a bump to the right, a bump to the left, a bump ahead of the line, you know, what really would be the greatest accelerator of your life right now? And I want you to put some intention into that. Okay. I have been helping people for the last decade monetize their hard work, get paid with their worth, know their value, know how to show up in the marketplace in a way that is true to their core, associated with their through line of, of all their worth and all their values. okay? I care about you being in a better place today tomorrow and four years from now, unignorable. okay, just like Glenn. That was the honor, one of the honors of my life, of getting to have him in the front row while I was speaking and watch him transform for the last couple of years uh, and get to be an active participant um, and dear friend, right, and our families. Every every single time we got to be in New York, um, you know, my kids were most excited to be in the room with Glenn, you know? They... They have had as big a change as as anything. And so I want to tell you, like, if you want your family to be in a better place, if you would love for the world to move in your favor, the top 10 list is for you today. But it's also for someone you know. So I want to encourage you to add someone to the room, right? Go right now, right? What is God putting on my heart? What is the energy of the world telling me I need to share this with? Because it's amazing to grow. It's a terrible thing to grow alone right? I think so many times we isolate ourselves as humans or entrepreneurs because there's a lot we do alone that's safer. I want to encourage you right now to be that human who makes a difference in one person, two other person, uh, two other persons, people. You don't even have to speak in the correct verbiage to crush this life, okay? So I just want you thinking of someone else this morning on your ascent. Maybe think of a power partner, a running mate, A teammate that'll challenge you and hold you accountable and love you enough to tell you when you're being soft and when you're being right. Okay, so get them on in here. I'm taking a look. I'm seeing the difference you guys are making. Great. You're making a difference. Thank you for listening. That is the beginning of moving the world in your favor, right, is being an action taker. How many people listen and never apply? How many people have notebooks of notes and don't put them into immediate action? Today, I'm gonna to challenge you in a new way and show you how I created more luck in my world. Created more luck from these simple little things that I notice about my life that tends to move the world in my favor. A lot of people are like that. oh, she got lucky. Oh, it's her sense of humor. <laughs> it's her wit and her charm. Okay, there's lots of people who say lots of reasons. The hair,
1: it's the hair. It's
0: the hair, it's for sure the hair. No joke, my hair rocks, okay? And it's all mine, I didn't even need any help. Just good vitamins, okay, (laughs) right? They give a lot of things out there um, about why people have success. When you look at people, like you look at people on the stage right now, right? You look at Glenn, you look at Sarah, how she's now helping Glenn. And what a great asset Sarah is, right? I got to see her in New York, watch her work, spend a little bit of time with her, watch her work her face off until she was... So tired in the back of the van, she couldn't even keep her eyes open because she had poured out so much. And when she gets opportunities, and I watch how people respond to that. Some people love it, encourage her, or the wind beneath her wings. Some people go, something must be going on. Wonder why she's in that position. I want that position. And, they, and when they have challenges, their weaknesses show up. I'm watching Sarah so impressed watching her social media, watching her send manuals so that we do a better job here on Breakfast of Champion. I go, that woman is moving the world in her favor. And Glenn knows talent when he sees it, just like he did with me, and you move other lives forward when you're on a roll. I want to help you guys be on a roll right now, okay? I want to help you be on a roll so much that things start to turn in your favor, okay? And it begins with how you're growing you, How you are taking care of you so this top 10 list today i encourage you to take notes and maybe do some self you know check yourself before you wreck yourself because you're going to need to in my top tens put your things down flip them and reverse them just like missy instructs okay so we can have a little dance party at the end if we need um but my job today is to help inspire you to shift just a little bit shift one thing shift one thought shift one mood let one thing go So that you can create those moves that monetize your hard work, right? Money moves where it can be multiplied. Money moves to somewhere it is trusted and loved and cared for and developed and studied. It doesn't go to someone who's going to flounder in it or squander it or waste it you know how many entrepreneurs I talk to who have no idea on the track on their money, how much they spend on a daily basis, how much they're coming in? I know my numbers daily because daily tells me the truth. I can't lie from. We always talk about it. People lie. Numbers don't. Okay? And I want you to think about where you are focused. How can you become the person who can move their own numbers? I know if I have to make miracles happen one day, I can make miracles happen. Okay? And I'm, I'm not meaning I'm taking the work of God, I'm saying I'm moving all the things in the right direction. Exactly what Lolita was saying, uh, with perspective and prayer and all of those tools that she gave to move you forward. So, so here we go today, my top 10, how to move the world in your favor, okay? We're gonna talk about moving mountains. That's my greatest, greatest skill. I'm out here uh, in Corona, California, Rona, California, ironic name, and uh, I am here using my skills to move mountains for this company that I'm working with here, who's doing massive things, one of the fastest growing companies ever, and they got a huge hit, massive worked their skills so they didn't die and brought me in and I'm telling you what it was a monumental day yesterday and I went to my bed and I thank God for all of the challenges that he gave me so I developed the skills that I could move mountains for them yesterday mountains for them the text I got last night from one of their team players and said this is the best the best meeting the best transformation we have had in eight years and this is what I wish for you. So I don't know what you're going through right now, but I'm telling you, God just be might just be honing in your best skills ever so that you can move mountains for someone a year from now, a minute from now, eight years from now, whatever it is. I want you to take full opportunity of this top 10 today and see how we can help things move in your favor. Okay, so here we go. The number one thing, well, not number one, but the first thing. Okay, because they're all very important. First things first, in order to move the world in your favor, you must gain control of how you get attention. You must gain control of how you get attention. There are so many people out there yelling, right? Um, yelling, throwing things out there, embellishing um, a certain way to get attention, if it's wild or racy or, uh, you know, there are people out there telling you every day just be loud. I want to tell you, anyone can yell, few command attention. Okay, anyone can yell, few command attention. And I want you to think intently about what you want to be known for, about your instincts, about your values, about who you truly are if the actions you're taking today are a culmination of all of your mountaintops those things that you have had to become to get to the top or overcome or move through or just beyond like you're still alive and i want you to understand like a lot of people who do those outrageous things to get attention they only gain attention for a short time not for a long time And if you want to move the world in your favor, understand, attention-getting is a fearless activity. There can be no fear in how you do it. Only focus, intention, skill, right? How many years I've studied marketing and psychology. If you want to gain control of how you get attention, you are going to move the world in your favor. Okay? You are going to 100% move the world in your favor. It's... It's instinctual. It's in you. What do you want to be known for, grown for, talked about? Right? So many people are out there doing gimmicks and things to get attention. And I will tell you, people will always expect gimmicks and things of you. Right? When I show up on Tuesday, I have to make sure that I am prepared. I have training. I have lists. More people come into the room once I'm here. Okay? We've gotten, uh, it was at 6, let's see, it was at 440 when we started. It's now at 518. I want people coming in the room and I'm checking. And if not, I have to change how I do my top 10 list next time. Okay? People are like, Danelle, you prepare. It's like a new keynote every single Tuesday. Yes, it is. It's like, how do you keep coming up with information? Oh my gosh, what are you doing? You get paid a lot to go and speak. Yes, but I care about being in control of how I get attention. I talk to people about, listen, I don't do things for free, okay? In working with Glenn and how we do things and all that he has done for me, when it's an ask, I will do it. But here's how it works. I do it this way because when people message me, they don't ask for help for free. They pop over on my website, they take a look, they begin the intro, they find out if they like to work with me, because I know I am mistreated when I give things for free. They don't honor it, they don't do it, and I actually hurt people if I do that, okay? So I want you to understand, I do things intentionally. I don't want the attention of fakers, because I have lived my life blood, sweat, and tears, to move forward and learn things that can help the people who really want to apply. So I want you to think about the last attention you got and how you got it. The ones where you really loved it and people just, you know, um, you know, gave you accolades and talked about how incredible it was. Even if it was just one person. I want you to think about what you posted today on social media. What was it to get attention? What were you trying to do? Whose life were you trying to move? What were you doing for yourself, for others? If anyone pulled only that one post from you today and they knew something more about you or how they're going to judge your entire being because of what you posted today, was it a rant? Is that what you want to be known for? Was it a disrespect of someone else? The last words that you spoke, were they caring of others, right? Are you a gossip? What's happening? Because everything is energy. And when you gain control of your tongue, of your heart, of your mind, and how you show up in the world, there's no fear in progress. None. There's no fear. It's a calling. It's a commitment. It would be a dire pain, and your fear would be to not show up rather than to show up. And so I want to challenge you to focus on what matters. If you want to move the world in your favor, gain control of how you get attention. Step number one, step number two. Step number two, two, moving the world in your favor. Uh, As I hopped on at the end of Lolita, she mentioned it as well. Uh, It is to gain perception on your life. Gain a new perspective on your life. I tell people uh, most of the time how people perceive things when they're upset, when they're crazy, when they are reactionary. They need to take a look at their life from a new perspective, a different side of the parking lot. Right Here's life. Step back. Take a look. I tell people in life, it's more important that you choose to be amazed rather than terrified. And um, when there is opportunity, be amazed. When there is hard times, be amazed at how you have skills to step in and be a part of a solution. Be amazed. I'm watching what's happening in the world right now and where most people, um, not most, some, some people are so devastated and broken and mad and angry that it is shut them down into a position of non-moving, of thinking about, You know, this is not right. I can't do this. And I said, listen, I tend to step back and be amazed that God gave me tools to raise my voice, to raise my message, to make a difference, to jump in with my clients and say, listen, no matter what happens in the world, we have the tools to create progress. I will not participate in anything that blinds my perception. Any of those activities that will take away my sure footing. I want you to gain perception on your life, right? When people tell me all the time, Danelle, I'm stuck. This is so hard. This is horrible. I don't know my worth. All these things I go, listen, what if you were to be amazed by yourself rather than terrified? What if you were to step back and say, I'm not stuck. I'm alive, right? I woke up. What could I read, learn, do, give to to improve my current feelings about this situation? Okay, because our feelings tend to mislead. Our facts tend to direct. I want to encourage every single one of you to choose fact over emotion, right? When thoughts come into our brain, first they are felt, then they are facted. If you can get in the process of helping go to the facts of situations rather than the feelings, you are going to move the world in your favor. You're going to see things from a different perspective and height. And it will help move the world in your favor, right? Uh, One of my incredible staff, Kristen, who works for me, she's in my house every single day. She cooks for us. She does my workouts and my training and, um, you know, the knocking of Taco Bell. Out my hand. I just, you know, I talked to you guys about this before. I just love a good chip from time to time. I really love. I really love a Dorito and she's got to take those away from me right she's around me all the time and people ask her all the time what's it like in the whirlwind of Delgado traveling kids stuff everywhere like what's it like and she's like it's a smooth sailing ship stuff comes Danelle is like here we roll whoo big stuff happens it's fun right that is a natural core value of me nothing is shifting me from fun sometimes Right? Sometimes we'll have a moment and we move it right back into progress. It is a quick sailing ship to get the right perspective on your life. Do not speak anything that you don't want to happen. Do not speak anything that you don't want ever. Choose to be amazed. Choose to gain perspective. Okay, that's number two. Y'all ready for number three? Here we go. We're doing good. I hope you're excited. Man, I'm killing my throat because I'm so excited. I need a sip of my tea. Hold on. Mm-hmm. All right. Good morning. Now I'm ready. I just was, had to wake myself up. You guys know, I want you to understand, Glenn, this is how so much I love you. He knows that I um, have not been a morning person until Glenn helps me. Not only uh, do I do the latest spot, on here that I can <laughs> nine o'clock Eastern time because it's seven o'clock in Colorado where I am. but when I'm on the West Coast and I'm in California right now, I got up at five. There's no uh, cell service at my hotel, by the way. like even when I'm connected to the Wi-Fi, it's just horrendous. I tried doing a couple phone calls last night it didn't work. So I woke up at five, got everything packed, got in my car drove to Starbucks. I'm sitting in a parking lot three miles from the hotel so I could be here this morning. You want to talk about moving the world in your favor? Like care enough about what you do to make sure it's excellent. I could have sat there and been like, sorry guys, my Wi-Fi is terrible. I'm going to pop in and I'm going to hand it over to somebody else. Like how many times do you do something that excellent? Right, And for a minute, my mind played tricks on me. And I was like, man, I hope Glenn knows how much I love him. That's ridiculous. I hate-, I hate people this early. Right? And I'm like, oh, Glenn, I love you. I love you. I love you. And then I sat here and I go, wouldn't be like me to be a different friend. Wouldn't be like me to sit at my hotel and hope it works out OK. No, I'm a person of intention. And if I'm going to show up, great. When I have emergencies, I call on help. This circle of champions up here. Barbara's taking over for me. Like y'all have helped because sometimes I have stuff too. But if I'm not going to be excellent, I call in reinforcements because I care about steps one and step two, gaining control of how I get attention, gaining control of my perception so that I show up in a way to move the world in my favor. Okay. I want this for you. How many times people are like, yeah, I'll do it. And they wing it. Wing it will make sure that the world doesn't move in your favor. All right. You've got more. Let's deliver it. Let's find it. Winging it doesn't work. Okay. You want to move that world in your favor again. Make sure you've got those. Step one, gain control of how you get attention. Number two, gain control of your perception on life. That perspective is going to shift everything into place. Are you ready? Number three, Number three, I'm going to pull it on in there and tell you, if you want to move this world in your favor, save your asks. Save your asks, okay? If you save your asks, you know what else it's going to (laughs) save. I want you to think about this. How many times have you thought you needed help? You felt like you were in a pit, you needed things to move forward, and you just prayed, asked, called out for someone to help you. I want you to know you've been given tools, things that are going to save your life, activities. Uh, You have been given opportunities that are going to teach you. When you learn how to get out of them, they're going to save your life for the rest of your life. I think people move too quickly to ask when they have the ability to overcome. And you want to use those big asks in times of great need, right? When Glenn Lundy said, Danelle, Danelle, I need you to do a spot every single week for free on breakfast of champions. (laughs) When Glenn asks, he doesn't ask all the time. He saves it for the right moment and the right impact and the right thing. And he saved his ask and I did it. And I said, all right, you got it. Here's the time it's gotta be at. This is what we're doing. And guess what? Because he did that and he cared so intentionally about who he asked and when and what's allowed and what's not, he also over-delivered on the right spot on the other side. Because he saved it and he said, Listen to now, it's going to be worth it. So I'm out here maybe an hour a week just on Tuesdays, unless I skip one and somebody saves me because I'm traveling or on an airplane or doing something, okay? Maybe once a week. Glenn's room alone has built me 14,000 followers. 14,000 followers, hundreds of messages every single week in my Instagram from one hour a week. I don't know many people who have the opportunity to be in a room like that and build 14,000 new people because I do that. So he did the ask correctly. What do you have to offer before you ask? Okay? I saw Grant pop in the room here. I don't know if he's still in here. Okay? I I'll tell you what. Before I asked anything of Grant, I had to have prepared what I was willing to offer in return and fight for and give and do. I want you to learn to save your ass. I want you to learn how to overcome first, have incredible people around you. We're going to talk about that as another step, but I want you to use your ask wisely. I think we get in a tendency and people teach us to ask for help a lot, which is great. You can have great, wise people around you. I'm not telling you to roll around and wrestle when you need the help, you have to ask for the help. I'm telling you, save your big asks for the right time with the right thought, the right intention, and be willing to give something equal in return. Okay. That's what I want to, that's what I want to ask. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. My kiddos are texting me. Oh my gosh. I wish you guys could see the sunrise over here. Glenn, I'm so excited. I'm up so early. I'm up before the sun. I'm watching the sunrise, and I'm sharing some golden information with you amazing souls. Without Glenn, I wouldn't have got to see this morning or have this breath in my lungs to share with you, so I'm pumped. Okay, here we go. That was number I love three. that. <laughs> Good. Thank you for the sunrise. I love it so much. Number four, if you want to move the world in your favor, if you want to move the world in your favor, I want you to understand this very, very, very important piece. Number, like, like, be light. I'm going to call it, I changed it right now as I'm talking. Be light, okay? I want you to be light like the orange sun I am looking at right now. Oh my gosh, I got to take a picture of this It just won't do it justice, okay? I'm going to tell you to be light like you have never been light before. You want to move the world in your favor. You have to be light in the darkest places of your life, you have to understand that all light buries shadows. Most people are living their life in shadows, right? They're covering up their pain. They're moving around things. They're dodging bullets. I will tell you, if you will open up to having light in your darkest places and being light in the darkest places around you on the hardest points, the most challenging days and situations, when it is undeserved, you are giving. You are graceful. You are light. You are pushing. When you are light, you'll bury every shadow in your life. When you can get in control of your emotional intelligence, of how you respond to things, of understanding that the world is actually operating to serve you and help you and move in your favor, and train that tendency to pout, predict, fear, move away from anything that's in there, okay? Any conversation that could dim your light, any thought. That would dim your light any response move thing if you choose light the only way to do that is be thoroughly connected every single day right I mean constant prayer constant thought constant meditation with God and the impact I'm supposed to make so I'll see every right turn see every left turn right every challenge that happens okay uh, it, it, it's like crazy I have um, let me give you a specific example okay I got one crazy out there online uh, it's an ex-boyfriend. He's wild. He's nuts. He creates all these female profiles. When I share people on my social media, a lot of time they'll get a secret private message from this crazy, okay? Um, this crazy soul who just needs some service and some prayer over him. right? You know what my people now say? They send me a screenshot, and they're like, no, man, they're after it again. I'm praying for him. I'm like, that's right. You send them light. You send them light and love and healing and greatness because although someone would try to do something really wild and crazy and make up stories and embellish and do all kinds of things, listen, that's a tiny hate in my world. I'm like somebody doing something silly like that. I like listen. Let's pray for healing, right? Let's pray for progress. Let's not deal with any of that, right? You guys should hear some of the things people say about Glenn. I'm like, listen, you need me to handle it, Missy Elliott style. I'm gonna put their things down, flip them, and reverse them. Um, it's gonna happen, right? There, there are things all.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you crack me up every time you say that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: because it's so awkward, (laughs) me trying to do it. I'm gonna learn the rap and shock you all, and you guys are gonna be like, oh, she is a white girl rapper, I love it so much. My kids are like, mommy, don't say that. We have more rhythm. (laughs) So, okay, but I want you to know, like we all get crazy weird attacks, funny things. Uh, I do, I'm female, so if I do anything that could possibly be in question, people say the wildest things, listen, my job is not to have opinions about those people. My job is not to discuss those people. My job is to teach people to send them light, to be light. Because I'll tell you what, my light's going to bury that shadow every single time. My light's going to crush that pain. You got to let the sunshine in, man. Open up your painful areas to God. Let him, let him refill them with prosperity. Open them up. Quit hiding. Quit calling them that. Quit giving them power. Your light is the most powerful thing in you that is going to move the world in your favor. And any hate or pain or trauma or tears that I let stupid things like that cause me, the only thing it does is keep me from making a difference. And that's my greatest love in the world. That's what wakes me up in the morning. So I'm going to tell you, there is no thing like that that even matters. There is only light. Okay, that's number four. Number five. Number five, here we go. You want to move the world in your favor. I hope y'all are liking this, man. It looks like the room's still growing. We have 563, so we're crushing it. Let's go, right? Who else needs to hear this? Number five, <laughs> I love it. You guys are the best. Number five, My, I'm really only on here so I can listen to Missy Elliott every Tuesday. It's awesome. Okay, I'm just kidding. Number five, if you want to move the world in your favor, understand that simplicity solves all things that build fear. Simplicity solves everything. Okay? It solves everything. Most people are so afraid to get started or make a new move or take a new leap. I want you to understand and simplify your life, okay? This this is a theory, okay? We call here bingo bango bongo. <laughs> at my house. Bingo bango bongo. And this is what this means. There should be a three-step process to solve everything in your life. Okay? Uh, When I pop into businesses, you know what solves everything in the beginning? Their mission, their vision, their values. If they have their mission on point, it's a couple words, everybody knows it, that's how they make their decisions, choices, impact to their customers, themselves, they're on point with their mission, their vision, they know as a team, everything they do moves it forward, and their values, nobody on the team without them, nobody operating without them, if it aligns with our mission, vision, values, we're in, right, bingo, bango, bongo. If we're at home, okay, my kids know they get out the door every single day. Work hard, have fun, make a difference. That is our credo, our family credo. Work hard, have fun, make a difference. Bingo, bingo, bongo. If it doesn't have to do anything with that, we don't do it, right? Think about the steps. Think about the next goal that you want. What are the three steps to get absolutely closer to that target? Eliminate all else simplicity is what creates results, right? Glenn and I will meet up, we'll run through, talk about his business, it'll take us a 10 minute conversation to organize one thing in business, and I'll go, Glenn, here we go, this, 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 here's the numbers, here's the number, he's like, brilliant, right? I'm gonna roll it, and and I'll say, great, bingo, bingo, bongo. He'll do it, and he was like, bingo, bingo, bongo. Okay, it's kind of an inside story, you can't tell. It. Okay,
1: <laughs> I love that, Bingo, bango, bongo, and I love how, I love how you can make simplifying the problem and being able to solve it in, in just a few steps. Uh, you know, there's a gentleman who just popped in the room, Donnell, who I know you know, uh, Ty Lopez. And Ty Lopez is a yes. uh, master at simplifying things and, and creating these businesses. Ty, how are you, sir? How are you doing? Doing there great, man. Doing great. It's great to see you. We haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, I haven't
2: been in Clubhouse for months. I went on yesterday for a second. But, uh, yeah, I've been busy these days, but I thought I'd pop in. I'm in London, England, so it's uh, 2 in the afternoon. thought I'd pop in, see what's going on in Clubhouse.
0: The Internet, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't ever seen him speak in person, you're missing out. Ty, good to see you.
2: How are you? Is it Danielle? It's funny. Yeah. Clubhouse is it's sometimes hard to <laughs> know who's speaking.
0: Yes, Danielle Delgado. Good. Danielle, there we are. How are you? I'm
2: doing great. So what's
0: great. the what's
2: what are we talking about today? I saw triumphant growth in branding.
0: Yes, yes. Right now. So on Tuesdays, I'll do a top ten list and drop some things in. I was talking about some of the energies and things you have to put out there to move the world in your favor. Like some of those inner lights about being in control of how you get attention, not just attention. Would I would love to hear this from you. Just a couple of tips about some of the most creative or simple ways that you have gotten the attention you wanted. Uh, and if that matters to you, you might think all attention is awesome. I'd love to hear your perspective on it.
2: Uh, I mean, it's a matter of scale. At at a certain level, you can control. When I first started social media, I don't know, 2011 or something, you know, it's much easier to control when uh, my scale was smaller and I was reaching, you know,
0: 50. Oops, we lost you for a second, Ty. Oh, somebody put him in the audience. What? No. Yeah, bring him back up. Hold on, Ty. We'll get you. Somebody find him.
1: Sorry Hi,
2: about hey. that, Ty. Go ahead. I was saying, so I, at a certain level of scale, I think you, it's easier to control. And as you get bigger, I mean, look at President Biden right now. He's the most well-known leader in the world and guess what happens you know it's hard for him to control his brand he's gonna have a lot of a lot of i mean it's a controversial thing what's happening in afghanistan now so i think that one of the important questions for everybody to ask yourself is what's the biggest you need to be to get what you want out of life and um for some a lot of people uh it's it's smaller than you think So I think the first kind of rule when I see people trying to build their personal brand or their company brand is, do you need to be any bigger? Sometimes you don't need to be any bigger. If your goal is to make $10,000 a month, um, that's not as hard as you think from the standpoint of branding. You might only need a 10,000-person audience on Instagram or TikTok. So I think, you know, I see this more with men um, than women. Men kind of... uh, are a little more imbalanced than what we want and when you go after huge things just know you're going to get some pain coming ask any president of the United States or any big leader with with a big brand comes all kinds of bullshit you're going to get talked about also the bigger you get it's harder to reply you know if you think about someone like Elon Musk he's he used to be 100% loved and now you see he's a little bit controversial with dogecoin and with um how he's grown Tesla and the stock price, and you see people saying it's a scam and so and you know what he did with Bitcoin, people feel like he pumped crypto and then sold not everybody of course but so but you can't really reply fully when you get bigger because to reply is to validate, so which makes you look a little bit guilty. So that's why I say the game of status. If you ask a scientist what branding is, they wouldn't say, you know, they don't use the word branding per se. Um, my mentor, Dr. David Buss, who's an evolutionary psychologist, he calls it the, stat, the struggle for status. And that's really when you see somebody on Instagram who has a strong voice and a lot of people listen to them, or here on Clubhouse, you're talking about somebody who's achieved status. But just understand the second you gain status, um, in the evolutionary game, and you see this with chimpanzees and gorillas. You know, to be the 800-pound gorilla also means that the second you lay your head down, somebody's coming because everybody wants to be the king. And so, um, I that's why I tell people: be careful trying to get too big if that's not really a goal. Some of you may have that goal. Anyway, I'm kind of rambling, but that's my Love thoughts.
0: It. I love it. Those are incredible thoughts to think about because a lot of people get started just like they want to become a millionaire. And I'm like, all right, let's start here. Let's scale. You have to start to create some adoration before you can get big. But I think a lot of people, once they get started, they wonder what the goal is too. Okay. Can I ask you another question? You have time for another question, Ty? Sure. Okay. So for what's going on online right now, how things have scaled from TikTok and videos it used to be only a few people were doing it so it was easy to get you know views and some of those kinds of things to stand out now with what's going on in the world what are some of the greatest techniques or tools for them to build to the capacity that they want with a much louder marketplace
1: I think-
2: that a lot. I remember telling people back in two thousand, I think I did a talk in two thousand and thirteen. I found this software to go live. It was before there was much live software. and I was at my house in the, in the basement and I was recording, and I go, everyone should double down on video. Trust me, this thing's gonna blow out. You know back then you had Twitter and Instagram was much more about photos, and I was going, this video thing's gonna get big. And YouTube was around. But it wasn't the dominant force as much as it is now. And certainly TikTok and Snap went around. I think you have to really uh, do video if you just love video. And a lot of people just love it. So I think you should do it for that. But I'm a counterculture kind of person, which makes me controversial. I mean, back when nobody was teaching courses on making money, I was teaching courses. And people hated that. Some people. Because they thought every course on, that you teach is a scam if you you know like a late night infomercial, <laughs> right. and now I don't teach as much, can you hear me, sorry,
0: yeah, yeah, you're good,
2: oh. yeah, we can hear you. um, and now I don't teach as much, not because I don't want to sell courses, it's just I'm busy doing what I think is the next big trend, you know, I've been buying companies, I bought Radio Shack and I bought pier one imports and I bought, I have about, I own a run about 23 companies now, some of them pretty big. Like I said, you know, Radio Shack's a big company and Pier One Imports when I bought it last year was doing $1.7 billion in revenue. Um, so now I'm doing something counterculture. Not, not many entrepreneurs buy companies. So, but uh, slowly but surely, more and more people are buying companies and I will do another thing. I'm now buying public companies or being doing public activism. So I think the lesson that I would share is that you you have to be doing what not that many people are doing because it gets too crowded. You hit it right on the head. I mean, now to just be somebody who makes Instagram Reels is not going to differentiate you at all. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I, I would just try to hang my hat on something different. Um, and if you're asking me what is different, I mean, like I said, buying companies is something certainly people in this on this call can be doing. It's one of the oldest ways of making money. And now I see everybody buying multifamily real estate, which is great. But just understand, if you show up to buy a multifamily piece of property and 40 other people have looked at it, you're not going to buy it for a deal. It's just not going to happen. It's like buying an S&P 500 stock. It's just that stock has been analyzed through the roof and what you're paying for it is pretty much at some level what the value is. So you're gonna have to hold it for a long time to make money. So I I would just caution people, it's our nature to wanna do what's conventional and what other people are doing, but that's not where the money is.
0: So good. Ty, that's incredible information. I think think it's also important, like, uh, I mean, if you take a look at it, a lot of people, are behind the curve as opposed to like trying to beat it. Exactly what you said. Like it used to be just enough to do video. Well now you gotta have some kind of differentiator. You gotta open up your, your mind to some of those things. Ty, did you get that from being arounded like being surrounded by people of strength, of wisdom, or was that something inherently you? I always try to make sure people have a couple of tools to understand how they can think outside of what is normally happening.
2: Well, believe it or not, some if you look at personality, the most scientific personality quiz, it's not 16 personalities. A lot of people have taken that. That's Myers-Briggs, and somewhat accurate. It's kind of a Jungian understanding of personality. But there's something called the Hexaco score, which you can take online. You can find it. It was developed by scientists actually out of Canada in the 1990s. And it, it says we all have these 25 facets of personality um divided into these five or six major themes and one of them is unconventionality and so some of it's just genetic you know um but that's not to say if you you know if you don't have those genes that you can't be unconventional you can certainly be unconventional it's just it's kind of like bodybuilding some people just gain muscle easier but anybody who lifts weights will gain muscle so i guess i would say being unconventional is a habit that has to be cultivated and has to be built. Um, it's somewhat genetic, but it's not 100% genetics, probably like most things, 50-50, 50% nurture, 50% nature. But it is good to know that you can look at your family and you can kind of see if your mom and dad are super conventional. You know, my mom's not a conventional person. She was a hippie from day one, and my dad was certainly an unconventional guy. Um, and so there's clues there in your family and if your family's super conventional and they went down to nine to five leave it to beaver life you might know well i'm gonna have to work a little bit harder at going counterculture but the money i'm telling you the money the key thing when people ask me this what makes money what creates wealth when you understand economics um which i encourage everybody to just buy an economic book there's a lot of them there's basic economics and But you really should understand economics. I'm fortunate enough. um, I have advisors, mentors now that I pay for my company. I actually have two Nobel Prize winners that I talk to every month. Um, One's the Dean of Harvard Business School and one's from London, London School of Economics. And I learn a lot about economics. And one of the things that you learn when you understand economics is that it's about scarce resources and money is scarce. And um, by very definition, in order to get something scarce, it's hard to do it to get something scarce when everybody is doing it. It's just by definition, um, it's it's a tough game. And people don't like to hear that because we want people. when I come on and do talks, people go, okay, Ty, what's the simple thing that makes me money? And I'm going, well, by definition, the simple thing that's easy to understand has a lot of people doing it. And when a lot of people do it, there's no profit in it. So if you look at all the Forbes lists now, the people who created wealth, look, take Bernard Arnault, because he's not talked about it as much. Louis Vuitton, LVMH, he became wealthier than Jeff Bezos recently. And guess what? If you read the story of Bernard Arnault, he was very counterculture. He was French, and in France, they thought he was insane. Because he did a lot of American style business in France and he was a corporate raider and he went in and he bought companies instead of building them from scratch. Well, that's why he's the richest person in the world. Because he, if basically, if people around you don't think you're nuts, you're probably too conventional. And so the problem, by the way, with being perceived as being nuts is you may actually be nuts, which is not good. Um, you want to be perceived as being insane without actually being insane. And that's your best chance to making money. And I just caution those of you who are doing things that a lot of people um understand it's gonna be tough for you to make exorbitant amount of money. But by the way, if your goal is just to make ten, twenty, thirty thousand, that's where you should go down the conventional route. And a lot of people are happy with making ten, twenty thousand, thirty thousand a month. You know, if that's your goal, you can do multifamily real estate. That's fine. If, you know, if you can do the things that everybody else does. So anyway,
1: I love that Ty and and Danelle. I appreciate you breaking away and giving Ty some some space. Uh, we don't we don't get to see him often on here. Uh And do you mind, Danelle, if I ask Ty one last question?
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Thank you, Danelle. Uh, so Ty, we um hopped on this app here. Uh, well, f- well, first of all, I appreciate. What you just shared uh, about going against the going against the current, right? Doing the things that other people aren't doing, and I love how earlier you mentioned when you bring attention to the negative things, you validate them, and so it's 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 best to just not even bring attention to that. I like how you spoke on that earlier; that really resonated with me. Um, we have been building here on Clubhouse since January. This is the breakfast with champions room Uh, we started the first Monday of January and we've been bringing motivation education inspiration and celebrity interviews every day Monday through Saturday uh, consistently every single day and ultimately we've created the largest room uh, consistently on the platform. And so we've kind of gone all in on breakfast with champions in clubhouse and we're continuing to build and expand we're expanding programming right now so on and so forth long story short my question for you is i am interested at what brought you back to the platform you said you haven't been on for a while so what brought you back and what do you think is the future of social audio yeah, I've actually built a competitor to Clubhouse. That's
2: why I'm back in Clubhouse, just kind of scoping out what's going to uh, a competitor called Speakeasy. It's still in beta, but it'll, it'll be a real competitor to Clubhouse. It's got video comments. It's recorded. You can run shows, podcasts. It's a whole different animal. But you can do audio only, too. Um, so that's – I'm not here to pitch that, by the way. But if you ask, that's the honest reason why I'm back. I do think social audio – and the like is here to stay or i wouldn't be building a competitor in that space i think podcast validated audio and anything that gets validated without social will always work with social um there's a great book everybody should read by one of my mentors his name is matt lieberman it's called social Um, he's a harvard guy who's now at ucla very fascinating and he speaks on the hardwiring of the brain and i think the best way to make money is to be a psych, minor an amateur psychologist i think all wealth like i said it's created by being counter-culture but in the nuts and bolts of it it's being a psychologist and understanding mass psychology and humans um are very social so you take a trend like podcast which is just one way like you're listening to joe rogan and you're listening to you know npr's podcasts and then you add you tack on social which is what clubhouse did it's guaranteed to work it's guaranteed now whether clubhouse will win the game or club you know the question is is clubhouse myspace and somebody else is going to roll out facebook and one day we won't remember clubhouse that's certainly a possibility for any app but you know clubhouse did a lot of things right and um But I think there's things wrong. I think anything that's purely audio will always lose to anything that also has video. Um, And I'll give you an example. You know, Twitter is not as valuable an app. If anybody here, if you could snap your fingers and be an owner of an app, you want to own TikTok or Instagram. TikTok's worth 300 billion most likely. Um, Twitter's been around forever and is maybe worth, you know, 50 to 150 depending on the day. And, That's because Twitter is text-based and um, Clubhouse is worth a couple billion. And I think it'll struggle to be worth the same as TikTok. Humans are very visually oriented. So I think Clubhouse and audio only, I'm not sure it'll get as big as what I'm betting on and building, which is video slash audio slash interactive. I think not having comments is a big mistake. Um, I think it allow you have a huge audience here. You have seven hundred people or whatever is listening right now, and it's hard for them to have a voice. I think having comments done right is really powerful. So, those are the, the. I think Clubhouse is on the right track. I don't know if Clubhouse will win in the long run, but for you to build, I would encourage everybody to never build completely your brand just on one platform. I would sp- I spread out. Uh, first off your audience is everywhere. So if you just bet on one social platform, you're you're guaranteeing missing, you know, 70%, 80% of your audience. Just they're not going to be in one place. So I would never just have a podcast or I would never just be on Instagram. I'll tell you you should use this to build your email list, Glenn. Uh an email list is something you can own much You own your email list is pretty powerful. So SMS lists, building your own apps is power. Look what the Kardashians do. You can build your own app for a micro community that you control the app. That's another thing that's – I think that's actually something in the future. Somebody was asking me, hinting around future trends. I think the world will stratify into a lot of little groups, and I think you as a business owner, as an influencer, you may want your own app. Call up the you know, Breakfast with Champions app.
1: Beautiful Ty. Thank you for that, man. That's incredibly incredibly valuable. And I appreciate you popping in here and sharing with us and spending some time, man. This has but this is this has been great. And again, Danelle, I appreciate you uh creating that space so we could have this conversation.
0: Woohoo! That was awesome. Absolutely. When a legend pops in. You gotta get in there. I've spoken with them a couple times at, at events and, and watched and I've been amazed by your brain tie for a very long time. So it's incredible. And when, he, when you were talking about the study of psychology that everyone should be an amateur psychologist, 100% factual, it's the one thing that gives you a little bit of an accelerator in a marketplace by how you talk to people, what you see that's not being said, um, a lot of those things. Can you drop some of your favorite psychology reads for people who aren't sure where to start
2: yeah i would i would start with my main mentor dr david buss um he wrote a book called evolutionary psychology it's a textbook but it's such a fascinating textbook i i travel with it i've read it over and over it's a blue book it has like a lizard on the front um but dr buss is kind of the preeminent evolution he started he founded the harvard evolutionary psychology department and his book is taught in all the ivy league schools that's a really so psychology you know if, if you study psychology has broke has gone through many phases of uh, starting kind of freudian you know psychology jungian um but right now what we're where we're at as a society is what's called evolutionary um psychology and it's much different and it's more profound and it's more predictive it's a little more traumatic for all of you who actually read it he also wrote a new book that's out i don't make any money off this by the way um he's just been a close friend of mine he wrote why men behave uh men behaving badly it's a new book like a month old i think it's new york Times bestseller you should read that one too but i also think um there there's a great book let me pull up the damn give me one second it's on my ibooks Oh, the H factor of personality, that's not as well known of a book, but it's by the founder of Hexaco, the H factor, like hotel, the H factor of personality, that's a mind blowing book on how to read people who are exploitative in your life. Um, one of the things to make money, I always tell people, a lot of you listening here are about to make your first million or your first 10 million. And there's somebody right now in your social circle that's going to try to take it from you. Mark my words. Right now, somebody here is about to become a millionaire or multimillionaire, and there's somebody that you know in your social circle today that's going to try to take it from you. And so it's one thing to get rich. It's another thing to stay rich, and I think when you learn to read exploitative traits in people, they call them – some people call it the dark triad. The dark triad um, denotes three highly exploitative personality traits in people, narcissism, Machiavellianism, and psychopathy. And if you learn how to read those three in business, for example, before you get a business partner, you should master reading the dark triad. And um, because I will tell you, entrepreneurialism, like many things, is rife with people with mental illness. I mean, it's a real problem that I did not know. When I got in the entrepreneur world, whatever, a decade ago, man, I thought it was going to be full of normal, awesome people. It's not. I don't have that many entrepreneur friends. Maybe this group is all full of amazing people. But before you go out there and try to make money, making money attracts sharks. And, you know, now I do M&A deals kind of for a living. I buy companies. You should see some of the people that I have to deal with. Um, And they become very intelligent too. So you get sharks that, you know, when you're in high school or whatever, some of the sharks and the bad people are kind of idiots. So it's easy to avoid them. Well, when you start buying billion dollar companies, you're going to deal with sharks who are very good at hiding their sharkiness or at manipulating. So the greatest life skill you can teach your kids is how to read people. And it's a tragedy that the school system, you know, I've been talking about hexaco and dark triad and dark dyad and, you know, psychopathy and machiavellian. I'm the only person talking about it. And I'm thinking this is the most important skill on earth. By the time you're 18, if you don't know how to read people, I can predict your life future pain. You're going to marry the wrong person. You're going to get the wrong business partner. You're going to trust the wrong attorney, the wrong accountant. I mean, people like that can be very exploitative, too. I I had a CPA years ago who fucked up my taxes. for, And I remember the nicest guy would actually come full time to my office every day. And I realized this dude actually knowingly would just make up numbers and put it in. And it took me two years to fix his shit. And I remember thinking his name was Claude. I remember thinking, Claude, how could you come to my to my office every day, look me in the eyes, we'd laugh together, we were friendly, and just sit there for a year and just do bullshit taxes? Well, the guy wasn't out to get me, he just was lazy. And you're going to have to, oh, don't even get me started. Lawyers are very exploitative in the sense, I mean, I spend a lot on lawyers now. My January law, legal bill was $1 million to buy companies, These were just buying companies. Um, buying Radio Shack was like six hundred page document, and these lawyers—if you ain't careful out there—let me tell you how lawyers will exploit you. Because it's it's very strange. They will pretend they know what they're doing instead of delegating it to another lawyer. So you'll end up paying them three, four, five hundred bucks an hour. That's not the problem. The problem is they didn't know what the fuck they were doing, so they draft you a document that's not complete. You spend twenty grand on it. And then two years later, the document doesn't protect you. So be careful with lawyers. They exploit you not on purpose as much as just they want the money. So they're not going to hand it off. Very few lawyers will be like, you know what? That's not my area of expertise. Hire somebody else. They almost never say that. And accountants, uh, most of the good accountants get hired by big firms. And a lot of the independent accountants are morons. So anyway, that's where I say learn to people. Dr. David Buss's book, The H Factor Personality, it's another good one. I mean, I think reading Will Durant, if anybody, he's not a psychologist, but he's the greatest historian of modern times. Will and Ariel Durant, you can start with his smaller books. um, The Lessons of History is a small book that's maybe 100 pages. He has a 10,000 page anthology of human history. For those of you who are more advanced, but by reading the story of human civilization, you'll see the patterns are there of how to read people, you know, so anyway.
0: Incredible. Thank you. That's exactly what I was looking for. So e- even the Hexago thing, I hadn't heard of that before, till you. So I'm glad you're talking about it as well. All right, Glenn, I'm going to hand it back to you as I, as I pop out and head in here. Ty, what a pleasure. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, Ty, this has been uh, this is incredible. We appreciate you popping in. now half of your list is still just as powerful as a full list for many others. So we appreciate the five tips that you gave us.